Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. I used to laugh at things like law of attraction what you think is what you create anything related to energy you attract who you are anything of that nature I used to laugh at because I'm like that's not true and then I came across Antonio and his teachings of law of attraction and at first I rejected it because again I used to laugh at these things and the more and more I listened to Antonio's teachings, the more and more things actually started making sense to me. Things started opening up for me and things started changing for me. The law of attraction teachings that Antonio does have absolutely changed my life from the way that I parent to the person that I am today, to the way I do business, to the way I live my life. I never knew how important your thoughts and your emotions were and that you actually attract that. You know, we always say, this is what I want. 
but what are you attracting deep within you what vibration are you putting out there and it took Antonio's teachings for me to be able to understand that while in my head I'm saying this is what I want the vibration that I'm putting out is a complete opposite once he taught me that the next step was to teach me how to vibrate at what I wanted and once I started vibrating at what I wanted that's when I noticed just how real the law of attraction is Antonio has taught me that thoughts plus emotion equal creation how to vibrate at what you want how to put yourself where you want to be to feel it to smell it to taste it to see it how to touch it put yourself there and stay there and vibrate there and it will come to you the people that you want to attract into your life vibrate there who are they how do they look what do they dress like what are their characters what you know who are they and the biggest thing that he ever taught me was how to be a better me through law of attraction i used to ask him how do i become better he was like you create who you want to be because i didn't know at the time where i wanted to be i just knew i wanted to be better and he told me exactly how to do it he said find the people who you're drawn to find those who are where you want to be and start moving like they move study them what i didn't realize was he was teaching me how to attract my future self and in the process of doing that even attract being able to associate with these people be on the same level with them be in the same atmosphere and network with them and I have actually had the opportunities to start moving in that direction because he taught me how to attract that into my life and learning the law of attraction through Antonio has truly changed my life it has truly changed my success it has truly changed who I am today and while I am not perfect in the law of attraction staying on top of and consistently listening to Antonio's teachings remind me every day to be grateful to attract that into my life to only focus on the outcome and attract only the outcome in my life and don't get stuck in the how and the why just focus on the finish line and I'll attract the finish line into my life the law of attraction has made me a greater person I know it will do the same for you. All right, so let's get to talking. Okay. Get to teaching. Yes. Firstly, what have you, you've been a part of pretty much all my teachings, but this particular series of Law of Attraction, what have you learned thus far? Just what are your general emotions about? Oh, you got notes. Oh, the, yeah. You going to take notes today? Yes. Okay. All right, let's get some general thoughts. So my general thoughts are it, like like I was telling you before, you've broken, you've explained it. First off, you explained it. You told us what it was. You explained it to me. 
we broke it down to layman's terms. Like you literally, excuse my vernacular, but you really dumbed it down, <laughs> like for real. So it's it's not more so what is law of attraction. It's now actually utilizing the law of attraction in my life. Makes sense. Makes makes total sense. I'm glad. Thank you. Thank you very much. Glad I can do that. I'm not done yet. I have so, so much more. This, this, this is so. This is one of the things. Laws of the universe are so simple, and in the simplicity of them, there's even more things that are even more simple. What we do is make them complex. Right? This is what happens. So today, if I had to title this one, I want to talk to you about. As you choose your thoughts, actually, let's make it simpler. Emotions are guiding you. That's what we'll call it. Okay? Emotions are guiding you. Now, what I was going to say in this fullness is as you choose your thoughts, your emotions are guiding you. This is one of the fundamental. Fundamental means basic, foundational, fundamental things about the law of attraction is your emotions are guiding you now inside inside your emotions are guiding you actually before I do that what does that mean to you because I, I want to show you how simple this is and then how deep it can get so from day one we talked about this so on day one he talked about feelings. And I was going back through day one again to take detailed notes. And one of the things that he said was words are not as powerful as you think. They are what you use to describe your feelings. Your feelings are your emotions. And your emotions are the ones that speak to you. So, your emotions really do guide you. They guide you towards negative, and they guide you towards positive. Okay, so you're, you're, you're now you're getting into t today's class, so you're doing good. Okay. My, I always say I'm an emotional person. My, my emotions are what drive me, and this and this and that, that not truly realizing the truth in that, and not mm -hmm. truly realizing the power that I have with that. Not understanding what that really meant. So, when your emotions are guiding you, with the understanding that I now have from Antonio's teachings, my emotions are telling me, no, don't do that. Okay. Yes, do that. You're going deeper into today's class. Don't go this way. Go that way. That's not what you want. This is what you want. But what I've also learned <laughs> is when you're addicted to the negative, you want the negative. So that negative emotion, you'll follow that negative emotion before you follow an emotion that's unfamiliar to you. Okay, that probably wasn't going to be part of today's class, but I'm going to make it part of today's class now. That was powerful. <laughs> that's, that was super powerful. So repeat that again. Your... The, the fault with your emotions, and it's actually a fault with you, 
is that when you're addicted to the negative emotion, you, you'll follow that negative emotion before you follow that positive emotion because that positive emotion is unfamiliar okay, to you. That's what I want you to say again. The unfamiliar, we reject, we resist, and we stick with what is familiar. And in this case, which is in most cases, that would be the negative, the negative emotion. Great, great. Good job. Man, 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 you know what? I am the best. I yes, you are. I am. I am. I'm crazy too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is this is great. This is great. Now let me let me point out something. I want you all to re- to receive what I just did when she made the comment. I learned from the best because it's going to tie to today's class. Okay, what did I do? said thank you yes i am the best i am the best and then i got up and leaned into it as well all right all right let me break all this down number one well first off firstly i'll be paid your kindness for kindness and say thank you two which is most importantly here i received i'm the best i didn't deflect it no you didn't all right i'm coming back to that within moments and then I am. And I leaned into it. I became it. Alright. Do you see it? Yes. Gratitude, receiving, becoming. Gratitude, receiving, becoming. This is how I want you to handle all your compliments. So here's a new equation for you. Gratitude plus receiving equals becoming. Okay, I've just made this enough, but it actually works out just fine, okay? Gratitude, receiving, becoming. This is how I want all of you to handle your compliments. And this is, I'm glad that you free talk because all this ties into today's class. Why would I make a big deal of gratitude, receiving, and becoming? Because it's all tied in your emotions and how you respond to it. If you're in a bad mood, can you be grateful? No, you can't. Can you receive it? Definitely not. Can you receive positivity? No. So can you become what is positive? No. How many of you right now, oh, you look good today. Oh, you know. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, let's, let's, so let's practice. You look great today. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay. Okay. Now you got to receive it. Well, yeah, I guess you did receive both at the same time. Say something like, I do look good. You know what? I do look good. All right, there you go. I do look good. I do look good. Now, if that bothers you, it's okay. Okay. Just just a little. Okay. Just a little. I'm going to have you explain why it bothers you in a brief moment. If it bothers you, I want to encourage you first. If it bothers you, that's okay. You have two things going on. One, the world has told you that two. So I do look good is to be cocky, is to be arrogant, is to be boastful, all that stuff, and all these things are bad. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It's not okay. That's all a lie. It is okay for you to receive and to proclaim that you are the best person, best looking person in the room. You are. You are the most sexiest thing alive. So is the person next to you. 
you are the most sexiest person alive. Just don't infringe on the right of the person next to you to feel the same way. Imagine if everyone thought they were the most beautiful people alive. We would have a lot less everything. So I mean, a lot less everything. A lot less everything. Our commercials would be very different. <clears throat> very different. Very different. So you can't, just make sure you receive your compliments, okay? That's, that, that's number one in that. It's okay. Make sure you receive that because one of the things is the world has told you you can't. You shouldn't. That's bad. But the rich people you love, they receive it all the time. All right? Okay. Secondly there, it's this one little, this small, that can change your whole life. It's okay not to feel that way. I know. I know. That was so hard. It's okay not to feel that way. It just means you have work to do. That's all. It doesn't mean you can't do it. It just means now you have to deliberately create your attractive self. Why? Attractive people feel better. And your emotions are guiding you. All of you, you are fine. Let me tell you, look at you, look at your good looking self. Look at you, all that good looking. You, you, out there, you look right, you look great. Oh, well, you know, I don't, well, that's what the media says. Somebody thinks you fine. Does that make sense? Somebody like it. Yeah. And then just focus your energy on those people. And when you do that, you push off how attractive you are, and it won't be offensive. It'll be intoxicating. People will start saying things to you like, I don't know, there's something about them. Something about her. We come up with phrases called sex appeal. She commands the room. All these things, and people want to be around that kind of energy. Okay? I'm setting up this class. Make sense? Mm -hmm. All right, so tell us why you felt a little bit uncomfortable. I felt a little bit uncomfortable for one of the reasons that you said. Okay, this is going to be powerful. Talk to, talk, talk, to, talk to the audience. I felt a little bit uncomfortable because of one of the reasons that he said, when you, you're taught not to be boastful. So to say, yeah, I do look good, is arrogance. It, well, it's the, the definition of arrogance that we're taught by the world. Because I now have a new definition of arrogance. And, and what is that? It's not receiving new information. There you go. So... For me to say, oh, thank you. I do look good today. I feel like I'm being boastful. I feel like I'm bragging. And then it's also, I feel like I'm not speaking truth. Well, no problem. Huh? So to say, oh, I do look good today. It's like, I don't believe that, but I'm just going to say that. Mm -hmm. So that's another That's another thing. I want you all to pay attention. I want you to right now. Look at whatever minutes and seconds is on the screen. I want you to rewind to this. Remember this so you can come back to it. Rewind to the beginning of this class. And I want you to look at her before I complimented her and look at her now. If you catch it, your whole body is different. Not that you were depressed, but you're now leaning in 
do look good. <laughs> and, you, and you can see the difference. Really? Yes. 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 See, see, smile. Let's see, see it. It's a it is that. It really is that simple. Right now, some of you right now going, man. You know what? I really like her. I, you know, there's something about her right now. Because when you lean into how attractive you were, that emotion went out and it made people feel good. This what some of the greatest things you can ever do is meet your crush or your celebrity crush or whoever it is, and they're exactly what you fantasize them to be. And they're a great person. And that feels good. It does. It does. It, it feels great. You know what? And you say things like, it was really down to earth. This is really, you know, I, no, I really like the guy. No, I'm serious. I'm, right? I've, I've experienced that firsthand. Okay. With whom? You. <laughs> of course. No. No, 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 no. Like, for real, for No, real. that's true. And like, I, for... <laughs> I get that a lot. <laughs> I've known you since high school. Mm -hmm. There was a huge gap. And then we reconnected again when you had another business. Mm -hmm. And then there was another huge gap. And I've been watching you. Like, I watched you on Facebook. And I'm like, he looks like he's just really down to earth. Like, he's really cool. And he has to be extremely intelligent because with everything that he's been doing that I've been following. And then when I reached out to you and... You we actually start you actually started mentoring me. We actually started coming here. I'm like, dang it. He really is exactly what I thought he would be. It was, it was pretty cool. Yeah, it really is cool. Now my favorite part of the story was there was a gap and I saw you had another business. That's my favorite part of the story. <laughs> Y'all may have missed that. But I'm gonna need you to understand that from high school in this little gap, whatever it was, I didn't have a job too long. I just need you to receive that information. No, you had a business. You were running a business when we were connected after high school. Okay. All right. Yeah, and you, that was you like five years after high school. I had no time for no jobs. Ill. No jobs for me. Okay. <laughs> it's just me. <laughs> it's just me. I, I love to employ people, but I don't like to be employed. That's one of the things you talk about. Okay, that's just me. That's just me. Good. So I think we got a good overview. Now, you may not recognize it, but I've actually taught about half the class. Now, let me tell you what you missed. The punchline of this class that we will spend some good time in is very simple. Your thoughts are guided by your emotions. <clears throat> if you don't like how you feel, simply change your thought and your emotions will follow. That's the punchline of this class. That's the punchline of this class. Your thoughts are guiding your emotions and if you don't like how you feel about that thought, Change your thought, and you will also change your feeling. This is one of the most important classes. I'll do that a third time. Your thoughts are guiding your emotions. So in, in, in this sense, it seems like your thoughts are more important than your emotions, but, but they're not. When you think of something and your emotions say, hey, I don't like this. I do not like this. It makes me uncomfortable. 
I'm sweating under my armpits. I feel something. There's butterflies in my stomach. I have a knot in my throat. I just have this uneasy feeling. Mm -hmm. Stop. Think of something else which will make you do something else and your emotion will say, okay, this is better. You said something in the very beginning. You said, you used to say, I'm an emotional person. Mm -hmm. When y'all say I'm an emotional person, now you got to forgive me, I'm in Texas. Y'all is a real <laughs> word. Yes, it is. Y'all. Y'all is a real word. It's just not something, unless I'm in front of a bunch of scholars, I would say you, second person plural. You know, But other than that, y'all. Y'all is the regular vernacular here. <laughs> when y'all say, I... I'm an emotional person. What you're saying is I have an excuse to be unstable. That's ex yes. 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 That's exactly. <laughs> I was just born to be unstable. And then you back it up with, you know, when I love, I love hard, but I'm an emotional person. Oh. You're saying that you are designed to be unstable. To be unstable. <laughs> You should, you should write that down. You should write that down. You're saying, I am designed to be unstable. Hey, I want you to date me, and I want to make a stable relationship with you, but I need to tell you, I am designed to be unstable. That's what you're doing. In truth, all people are emotional. For the most part, we got some mental defects. Excuse me, some mental defects that one can argue with me there, which would make sense, and I wouldn't argue back with you. But in for the general population, excusing people who have you know, psychopaths and stuff, you know, general population, everybody's emotional. Even the most rational of you are emotional. You're emotional about how rational you are. Well, but it's, it's cool because we are one big vibration. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So you can't say I'm an emotional person because you're, oh yes, duh, you are an emotional person because all of us are emotional. What you're saying is I am unstable. This is why your future, your present, your past, and your current reality is all unstable. People who say I'm an emotional person, you have unstable everything. The most stable thing in your life may be your car. Maybe. Maybe. But your relationship is not. Your relationship with your children is not. It's nothing. Because you have made an excuse to be unstable. Therefore, sometimes you get good things, sometimes you get bad things. And then when you get a good thing, you go, all right, good. And then when you get a bad thing, you go, oh, bad. And you get more of that bad thing. And if you're not careful, if you get a lot of bad things, you should write this down. If you get a lot of bad things, when the good things come, you will wait for those good things to fail. You'll say things like, well, you know, the bottom's going to fall out. This is going to change. As soon as it's over, it won't last long. You understand. You, you, you understand how you are. And, and, and of course, this isn't me talking about people. This is me trying to help you. This is me trying to help you. 
So emotions are good, but your emotions are driving your entire reality. Is that back door lock? Yes. Outstanding. Okay, we got somebody that's going to come in. Heard the motorcycle pull it up. Go ahead. Open the, the, the that door for me. For those who just rejected what you just said, yes. When he said, "If you get a lot of bad, when the good comes, you'll wait for the bad to happen." So you're so used to bad relationships. You're so used to relationships going wrong. Number one is because your picker is off, and you shouldn't even be picking to begin with. Number two, <clears throat> when something good does come along. Because you've become addicted to the bad feeling that you always get, nothing good will ever happen. And that's the thought and emotion that you put into that good thing that you got. So you stop appreciating it, and that's when it falls apart because you're expecting it to fall apart. Bad so when door. he says you'll wait for the bad to happen, you don't even enjoy the good. That's right. That's, that's, that's absolutely right, and you can't. And when you don't enjoy the good, how are you responding emotionally? You, you, you're you always anxious. You always, there's always that, there's always that, that little part. Um, somebody's going to understand this when I, when I say this. You're so happy about the happiness that you have that you feel based on history and experience that this is too good to be true. That's that point of waiting for the bad to happen. When you, the moment you say this is too good to be true, that's the moment that you start waiting for the bad to happen. So you can't enjoy the good. No, you're if that's create. that emotion yeah. that you start building on top of, instead of building on top of the happiness, you start building on top of the this is too good to be true. Because this is too good to be true is not a happy emotion. This is too good to be true is a negative emotion. And that's what you're going to get. The name of this class is Emotions Are Guiding You. Emotions. Now the punchline here is, the punchline here is when you think of something, you feel a way about that something. If you don't like how you feel, Think of something else. Now, I'm saying a lot, and I'm going to break it down. And when you think of something else, monitor how you feel. And when you feel good about it, keep going that way. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. I know you just got in. Yeah. But it made sense. Can you give an example? I sure will. I sure will. What we did was a good little introduction, and I actually taught half the class clandestinely, secretly, and now I'm breaking it down. A good introduction. What? Let's just go with your morning routine. This is a perfect, I mean, a good example, a perfect example. <laughs> your morning, this, I don't want to make it something, well, I'm going to go back to college, I don't want to do that. Let's make it your morning routine. Which two of you did something this morning that did not feel good? Okay, what was it? I tried to pull yesterday into today. Okay. 
that's that's a good example. Most people do that. Actually, I'm, well, most of me. Everybody. 96% of you. Try to pull yourself into the day. Give me an example how you pull yourself into the day. Whatever negative emotion I had yesterday, for whatever reason, when I woke up this morning, instead of creating, I tried, I really tried to grab it and pull it in. Okay. Okay. So you didn't like reminding yourself of power. Right. Makes sense. Did you do anything this morning you didn't like? I got a little frustrated. Okay, you got frustrated. I got, got a little frustrated. Emotion. In fact, let me let me rephrase this question. I say you didn't like. Y'all have humans. We qualify what we don't like. <laughs> we <do that>. Okay. <laughs> we go. Well, you know what? I mean, because it's it okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let me not do that. Let me not do that. Which two of you? Rephrasing the question, did something that your emotions were not 100% happy? All right, there we go. See, <laughs> see how that changes things? Uh-huh. Okay, great. Now, so you got more on your list now, don't you? No. Oh, same one? Okay, same one. Okay, give me something. It doesn't matter. Just give me something. Um, I was doing my routine, and then I got into the phone. Okay. And I That's... looked at the clock, and I'm like, oh, I did it again. Okay. I, 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 in order for me to have a, a a routine according to getting out the house on time, I have to put the phone aside. That's right. I have to. And I looked at the phone and then da 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 and then... Okay, so which one of those felt bad? Was it the phone that made you feel bad? Was it you giving in looking at the phone that made you feel bad? Was it you messing up again that made you feel which, which area? <clears throat> Let's isolate it. It was... I, I switched my focus. And that you focus. switched focus. And you wanted to be more focused. Yes. And switching your focus uh-huh. made you feel bad. Don't no, no qualify. Yes, it did. Okay. But the but it was also... It wasn't such a bad... I focused on something good, but it took me away from my initial plan. Okay. Did you recover? Did you go into being 100% happy after... Yes. Okay, I did. good. That, no, yeah, that's, I did. that's this is why you will have a good day. Have you always did something no, that you didn't like? No, I've let things carry on and then uh, I get in that rush mode and mm-hmm. I'm late and then it goes into it, it just goes into not She's just gonna <clears throat> pull back the camera and make sure it's not everybody. Okay, let me see if I change this way a little bit. Okay, now no, 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 it's just, it's just fine. Okay. We, now, think about this for a second. You are smart. I mean, you came in here great. Mm-hmm. Good energy. Yes. Bubbly. Because you had a moment and was like, ah, I'm going to think of something else. It's the point of this class. That's the point of today's class. Your emotions guided you to happiness and then you got off track. You lost focus, according to you. Mm-hmm. And you went, ah, it's okay. Get back on focus. I got a great boss. I got a great boss. It wouldn't have served you to come here upset. It wouldn't have served you to beat yourself up. I'm late. What you would have did, you would have sped. Broke traffic laws. 
that make complete stops. I may have slipped in one a little bit. Didn't make complete stops and stop signs. And then you would have got a ticket. And then it would then that would have been, you know what? Now I'm really having a bad day. Then then uh, you, you get it? Yeah. All that stuff. Yes. Your emotions are constantly guiding you. And if you don't feel good when you lost focus, good job to you because you said, put this down. I got my focus again. I feel good. That's something you've been working on personally. Yes. I wanted to show you, now, even though these aren't the dramatic stories that we would tell in a movie, I picked up my cell phone, pulled yesterday into the day. These are the things that ruin your life. The little things? Because, yes, it's not the big decisions that change your life. It is the thousands of little decisions that change your life. You eating a hamburger would not make you overweight. You eating a hamburger every day for three years, that will. This is how this is how decisions do us. When you if I tell you start thinking positively, this is what you do. You think one positive thought. Oh, these franchises are really, oh, they're just yes. straight to the hips. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If I tell you think positive, you want one positive thought to change the Ooh. thousands of negative thoughts you have yeah. per day. And you get one and you go, see, this isn't working. I don't feel better. I don't have any money. This is what we do. Now, when you complain, did it feel good? Your emotions are guiding your day. You got a question? No, I just I just thought of something that in my past, when I would get like that, I would go shopping. And then I would totally make the whole situation worse because then I would have debt mm. on top of trying to make myself feel better. So let's go deeper. <laughs> <laughs> you take your emotion, you feel bad, and then you go do something that feels good. Okay. No, no. Shopping does not feel good. Okay? The thought of shopping, the act of shopping, and even purchasing something feels good. But then you have that debt that turns you right around and make you feel bad. Buyer's remorse. Buyer's remorse. So if you if shopping, let's see, I'm gonna get my women out of here, like, you know what? He's alright with me. Oh, it's okay. I thought I was going to cut off the film, but he's all right. I'm going to give you permission to shop. Let's say that. Right now, they're watching with their hugs and going, make it work, man. Make it work. Make it work. Make it work. Honey, look. Make it work. Yeah, we can go shopping. Yeah, make it work. How are you going to make it work? Okay. You just need to shop for things that will make you money. Oh, okay. okay. Cousin will like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So let, let me give you an example. You ask your question. I don't want because because I like. Oh, I mean, it, it makes it go book if you're actually gonna read the book. Okay. All right. He got one eye this way, one eye that way. Don't just collect the book. Okay? Book shopping, but here's how you do it. Buy a book that you need to get to the next level. Don't just go buy something entertaining. Wow. Yes. Wow. 
handles everything. That handles everything. That handles everything. So you're building a non well, you built a nonprofit and you're taking it from one level to another. To go on a shopping binge for nonprofit books. What you do? There are plenty of books out there for nonprofit. People who built them, people who've been successful nonprofits, then they tell their story. And in the story, you find out, oh, they did this. I'm going to do the same thing. And you get to the next level. In my it, my case, let's see what I want to do next. I want to make $34 million this year. So in that $34 million, what I need to do to the next level is sales, sales team, all, all sorts of things. And I buy these books. So you can shop still. Because this time when you have that debt, it's not bad debt, it's good debt. Make sense? Yes. You had a question or a response. You actually, when you did the, it was, so, okay, so, like, basically, when you have, when you do that, when you pull from yesterday into today and it's not a prosperity, when, you, when you're frustrated about something and you have something that you do, to help pull you out of that, make sure that what that is is something of prosperity and not something that will cause even more negative emotions. Yes, <laughs> nailed it. Yes, go ahead. Well, we I do that a lot. I remember yesterday in the morning, I remember last night in the morning, and some of it's not so good. How do you so what do you do? You just start thinking, yeah. you just now you took me to the only thing I really wanted to say in this class, it's the only thing. But I had to do all this to get there. <clears throat> you simply think of something else. I, I know I've said it already, but so I wanted to let <clears throat> you simply think of something else. That is the main point of this class. I'm not telling you that your thoughts, if you go back to the beginning, I actually said this up front, and I said I will come back to it. <clears throat> I'm not saying your thoughts are the most important part of this equation. I'm saying your thoughts and your emotions are equal. Thought is the highest form of energy. When you think about something, you will feel about that thing that you thought. And if you don't feel good about it, you can't resist it. You can't kill it. You simply say, thank you for sharing, Negative Dave. Appreciate you. I've got a great boss. Can't wait to get to the office. I can't wait to get this cup of coffee in my mouth. Ooh, I'm going to get my toes done. Now you're talking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now you're talking. Right. Now you're talking. Someone's going to be massaging my calves in a little bit. Make sense? Oh, wow. Rubbing my heels. This is going to be a great day. Someone's going to service me as I lean back and watch. Make, make sense? That's how you kill the negative thoughts by not killing the negative thoughts. You simply think of something else. Because when you think of something else, you will get happy. That's like this morning. I should have done that. I was going to wear a pair of sandals. I'm like, no, not till I get my toes done. And it was a negative thing. I started thinking about well, when do I have time to do that? And when exactly can I do that this week? And I should just say, oh, I can't wait to get them done. That's it. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. Now, it's the only thing I want to talk about. Let's go one level deeper in that. 
It's just one level deeper in that. When you, actually let's go two levels deeper than that. When you change your thought, examine your emotions. If it feels good, keep doing it. If it doesn't feel good, or if it's neutral, find something that feels good and is not neutral. About the, you're talking about, about that is. specific thing that's... That's okay. right. We're okay. just going to trial and error thoughts until one feels good. You're going to go in that direction. It is equivalent to <clears throat> being happy for the locked doors in your life. This door is locked. I can't go in there. Can't go in there. Can't go in there. Can't go in there. Ooh, this one open. This happens to be right where I'm supposed to be. You should be grateful for the doors that have not opened in your life. Because when you kick those doors down, drug abuse, <clears throat> physical abuse, <clears throat> heartache, you was like, man, I shouldn't have ever. You ever dated someone that you knew you were not supposed to date? You had all the warning signs. You told yourself. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then you kicked that door down. And five years later, you was like, what was I thinking? And all it took you was three days without them. The next time you saw me, you were like, you're not even attractive. I don't even know why I even, what was I thinking? It, it doesn't take long. It does not take long for that loyalty to drop from your eyes and see a person for what they really are. It doesn't take. It doesn't take long. It, it, it does not. It, what was I thinking? That's not okay. Any, anyway, you understand? This go from thought to thought, and the thought that feels great, do that. Why? Because your inner being is saying to you all day in communication: this, this is what you want to do. This feels great. Do this. Uh uh. Don't do that. We don't like that. You agree with me, Michelle? Long ago, to make sure you get to where you want to get to. I'm, te- I'm making you feel bad because you couldn't understand my communication even if I tried. But you can't understand these feelings. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. If this feels good, keep taking notes. Keep opening your email. Keep moving forward. Keep moving forward again. Make sense? If it doesn't feel good, let it go. Just like that. Even if you're convicted into being guilty, even if I convict you, you I make you go, something like that, that still feels good. Okay. Okay, like like your plant better mindset calls. Plant better mindset calls. You say things, I'm like, oh. Yep. But... I feel good because it's making me aware of something right. I need to change. That's right. That's so. right. That's right. You know, even though it's like, oh, that hurt. I do that. Yep. It feels good because you're no longer a slave to what you were ignorant of. Thank you. Thank That's why I feel good. <laughs> your living room. This was a dungeon. It's okay. I'm unloosing your shackles. You are now free. Now you feel bad because you go, oh man, this was a dungeon. But then you realize, oh, but I can walk out. That's cool. 
Makes and that's what keeps us moving forward. That's it. Right? Makes sense? Yeah. You got something on you. Then go ahead. Share, share, share with all of us. Go ahead. She's about to cry. Go ahead. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's, it's actually, it's not sadness. I know. Let it be joy. It's, um, because what you just said is what you did for me. You literally, okay, look, this is not your life. This is not who you are. Here, let me help you. Here's the key to your freedom. I chose to stay in my dungeon. Before you got to me. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. You've been walking out. And then even, even after you, sometimes I still look back at it like, you know what, it was, even though that's not where I wanted to be, I was comfortable there. When you said it earlier, it was familiar. Yeah. But it just, when you said that, it was like, crap, that's what he did for me. And I'm happy because it's like, Mm -hmm. I am free. Okay, give your sister a hug. Let's celebrate her. (laughs) Celebrate her, yes. We want to make that, we want to make that a good moment. Make that a good moment. That was a good so moment. Thank you. But that's now a good memory you just had. That's yes. why we celebrated it. It's a good memory. Yay. Good memory. Right? Let's clap one more time. Yes. Come on. Yeah. All right. Good, good memory. Now, I said two things, so this is the last thing. I want you all to consider the cycle of destruction that you're in. And you seem to do this for, but they have not. Let me brace myself for this one. When you think of something, you speak that thing. When you speak that thing, you feel a way about what you said. When you feel a way about what you said, you think of that thing. Mm -hmm. You think about how you feel. When you think about how you feel, you say it aloud again. When you say it aloud, you see it and you feel a certain way about what you felt, what you said. Now that you're feeling, you think, I don't like feeling this way. Now that you're thinking, you say, I don't like feeling this way. Now that you're saying, I don't like feeling this way, you're you're feeling, now you're thinking, I don't like feeling this way. And it's always think, speak. Now that I'm speaking, I'm feeling. Now that I'm feeling, I'm thinking. And I'm thinking, I'm speaking, and I'm speaking, I'm feeling, and I'm feeling, I'm thinking. It's just this vicious cycle. So the only way out of it is to think a new thought. Are you speaking when you say you're speaking? Is that an actual literal speaking? Or is it basically, Is it, can you have this conversation in your head? You have a conversation in your head. Self-talk. I may not speak it to somebody, but I'm, I yeah. think it and I speak it to myself in my head. So it's the same Process. But here's what happens. When you're doing self-talk, you do speak, just not audibly. Right. Those speakings or speeches are called action. Okay. So you, you don't actually have to have the action of speaking. No. Okay. If it doesn't come out of your mouth and you're having that, like you just say that self-talk repetitiously over uh-huh. and over your head, let's say it's about a person. The next time you get around that person, your actions will show your self-talk. That's like attitude. Oh, yeah. Comes out an attitude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Your actions will speak for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because you've had a meeting in your head about this person. 
and she got you completely messed up. You got me messed up. And since yeah. you haven't said it out loud, that's okay. These actions are gonna let you know. So it just it just manifests. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's either gonna speak or you're gonna do it. Doesn't matter. And when you do it, you're gonna feel a certain way how you did it. I'll give you an example. Hey! Hi. Oh my God. Why are you so dry? I'm not dry. What's wrong with you? Ain't nothing wrong. Because you already had that conversation. Because you had that conversation, conversation in your head. <laughs> she got you smoothed off, messed up. And she didn't know about it. Wait till I see you. Wait till he is, asks. Wait till he me. This I is got why. This is why. This is why. I just, this is why. I'll talk to you on that one. Look, this, <laughs> no, I, this is why he leave dishes in the seat. One time. And you blow up. It ain't got nothing to do with that dish. You was ready. The next guys. time he do anything. I'm gonna no matter what it is, he leave his sock on leave his sock on living room floor. You know what? I and you it. always yeah. oh, because <laughs> I've always had this conversation in my head, therefore you're always doing That's this. That's right. Or we anticipate this. We yes. we when we say wait. You was waiting for it. Yeah. You was waiting for it. You was holding your peace, looking for the moment to explode. Everybody had you messed up. And then somebody had nothing to do with the situation. That's you went to work. Up. And they said, you know this wasn't right. Yeah, it was. And you just go off. Mm. You just go off. All right. I'm sorry. So, <laughs> in conclusion, but, oh. it, but, but in repetition. That's one of those good feelings. Yeah, That's yeah, one of those good yeah, awareness yeah, feelings. Yeah. Right? You hey. think something. Mm-hmm. And then you speak that thing. Whether it be actions, verbal, and when you do that action or that verbal, and don't think, well, I ain't do nothing. I just stay to myself. That is an action. Your inaction was an action. You cut yourself off, and you're saying to yourself, I'm not finna fool with none of that. I'll do this on my own. And how does that make you feel? Pissed off. And then when you get pissed off, you think about being pissed off, and you go, more of actions or words are pissed off. Then you feel it. Then you think it. Then you feel it. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. <laughs> make sense? Yes. All right. The way to break that cycle is just to think a new thought. That's it. About anything, any thought. About the situation, though. Don't go off and thinking about talking. Double layer cake. Why not? Okay. Think about chocolate double layer cake. You're going to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, wow, yeah, this makes me feel good. And then you will My alter because your emotions will follow your mind. You will alter your emotions in that negative situation and be not affected because you went and thought about double layer chocolate cake. Does that make sense? That's how you do it. That's how you do it. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can't play better. You can dominate. I have felt so much in life. I've been so evil. I've done everything in life to mess it up. And I have. I have completely messed this life up. And then I changed. 
But then I start applying things that I didn't know, but I always knew. You call it the law of attraction. Or maybe you don't. Or maybe you're religious and maybe you're not. Here is what I know. I know that we all have a karmic debt to pay off. And I have either paid mine off or almost off. And now I dedicate my entire life to you. Please know that as my life is dedicated to you, it means I get beat up a lot. But that's what this is about. It is about people like me putting their gains at risk for you. The crazy thing about life is once we get enough, whatever enough means, you're a politician, it's enough votes, someone likes money, enough money, whatever enough is, you're a pastor, enough members, we tend to protect it. This podcast is not about protection, it is about you. I sincerely believe in you. I know you're going to be it. I know you're going to do it. Whatever that is for you. There are no mistakes. I want you to share this podcast, but not for personal gain. I want you to share it because I am giving you my every being. So you can turn around and do the same for others. I give away me. And then you give away you. I lower me so you can stand on my shoulders and then you return the favor and you lower yourself so someone else will stand on your shoulders and then voila. No one is lower than the other because we've all lowered ourselves. Finally, the music in this podcast that you're going to hear, I hope it gets stuck in your head. It's actually from my favorite movie, Cloud Atlas. It's a cover. It's not the original version, but it sounds just like it. Cloud Atlas is a great movie by the Wachowskis. My second favorite movie is The Matrix, but that has nothing to do with this right now. It is about repeating the same mistakes. And so I'm hoping subconsciously that as you repeat the same mistakes, Cloud Atlas is mostly about ascending from those mistakes. So I'm hoping the words, the music, the melody, everything helps you ascend to where you're supposed to be, which is where you've always agreed you wanted to be before you got here. I love you. Hey, everybody. It's Antonio T. Smith, Jr., And I'm excited to be with you. And I want to take this opportunity to tell you what you get, what this pathbender is about. Can you really change your life? Can I change your life? Can you bend your path? And I want to talk about four things that help you understand how I've come up with pathbender and how the idea of Actually, bending your path is not only realistic, but it's realistic for you. 
The first thing I want to tell you is I can't teach you anything because you already know everything. There is something so different about you. Something about you is so fundamentally different that if I disassemble you and put you back together, you won't have life. You don't work like the cameras recording me or the lights around the studio. Something about you is different. So if you hear me say anything in these four things that I want to tell you, the first one being you already know everything. If it feels like you're remembering, if it feels good to your soul, if it feels well with your being, that is how you know it is true. And the first thing that I'm telling you, it is true that you know what I'm about to say, you've just forgotten. There are distortions over you and these truths that have escaped you are finding their ways back to you. And I am just your guide back to your compass. It's the first thing. So in truth, something about you understands you can bend your path. Maybe you haven't thought of it, or maybe you've been thinking about it and now it is here. And it is my most gracious honor to be the person you're listening to and to be the soul that's intertwined with your destiny. The second thing I want to tell you is the principle Wu Wei. You find it in the Tao, Taoism. It is this idea of not forcing anything. My friends, life is not a life of manipulation. It's more of a life of meditation. Manifestation does not go hand in hand with manipulation. And if you are forcing your path, you're on the wrong path. If things are not coming to you in the fastest, quickest, most harmonious way possible, if your life seems as if you are swimming up a stream, going against the grain, flowing through cement. If you have money, but no well relationships, or you have well relationships, but no money. If you are spiritual, but broke. And if you are religious, but can't make ends meet, you are manipulating your current path. And you're not bending it to your will. Pathbender is a concept I've come up with. I am a big fan of the Wachowskis. And my favorite movie by them is Cloud Atlas. My second favorite movie now is The Matrix, which was my first, but now. And at the end of The Matrix part one, Neo bends reality to himself after he believes. And that's, that's basically the premise of Pathbender. The truth is, that's not science fiction. The idea of bending your path has been here for millennia. Bruce Lee told you 
Be like water, my friend. This is what it is, okay? I said, empty your mind. Be formless, shapeless, like water. Now you put water into a cup, it becomes the cup. You put water into a bottle, it becomes the bottle. You put it in a teapot, it becomes the teapot. Now water can flow or it can crash. Be water, my friend. Now all these things are important. So this idea of Wu Wei is about you not forcing. And Pathbender is you finding your own path and you're not forcing the events you want. You're not manipulating the events you want. You are creating the events you want. You are the greatest creator to ever live on this planet and no one can create better than you, not now or ever. The third thing I want to tell you, and this may come as an offensive shock to some, but you are God. Uh, you are this life-giving force. And I want you to think about it. You're the only species on this planet that can create something out of nothing. For, the, for theologians, way back in antiquity, there's a Latin phrase called ex nihilo. It is a phrase that means out of nothing and how God created this world ex nihilo, out of nothing. And the only life force on this planet that can take nothing and then make a masterpiece is God. But you've been doing that since the day you've been born. Take a piece of paper that has nothing there and out of nothing, J.K. Rowling wrote Harry Potter. Robert Greene wrote 48 Laws of Power. Out of nothing, the Steven Spielberg produced movies. Out of nothing, does Denzel create characters that we remember forever? This idea of out of nothing and you're the only one who can do that. Goldfish can't. Lions cannot. Just humans. You are God. You can find that in Christian texts. In which in the book of Mark, the writer exclaims a question by the disciples as they turn towards Jesus and they ask what manner of man is this that even the winds and the waves obey him now this isn't Christian only thing you don't have to be Christian Jew Muslim to get this the writer is explaining that even the people the ascended master Jesus was with on a daily basis had no idea who he was. He was not a man. He was God in man's flesh. And I say the same thing to you. You're not a man. You're not a woman. You perform miracles on a daily basis. What manner 
of man are you that even blank pieces of paper respect your creative power. And the last thing I want to tell you is Pathbender is about becoming a force, a force to be reckoned with. Scientifically, there's a formula for force. You can look it up yourself. Force equals mass times acceleration. We, we must talk for a little bit. In order to become a force, you need mass multiplied by acceleration. In order for you to become a force, you need energy in one place over and over to become multiplied by the acceleration, the speeding up of something to become a force. Say it again. In order to become a force, Einstein says, all mass is energy in one place times the speed of light twice. You know that as E equals MC squared. Einstein scientifically understood and explained to us that mass is simply thought idea over and over and over, a thought. What is the greatest form of energy? Thought energy. A thought over and over and over, moving at the speed of light twice squared, over and over in one place. And once you keep putting energy in one place, in one place, in one place, in one place, the energy ceases to be something invisible and becomes a tangible piece of matter. This is why it's hard to destroy something that exists. Energy can never be created and it can never be destroyed. First law of thermodynamics because once you put energy in a place over and over and over and over again, it takes infinity to destroy what has been created. So in order to become a force, someone like me must teach you how to put your energy Harness your energy into one place over and over and over until it becomes something tangible. And in truth, you have been doing this your entire life. You just haven't been doing it deliberately for your benefit. But everything around you is your thought energy manifested into physical form. The second part of this equation, acceleration is the idea that when you get this piece of matter and you believe in it so much, you see it so much, it is so, it is so tangible that it gains its own speed. And then you put speed on top of that speed because everything in the world is in motion already in vibration. So this idea of acceleration is this idea that the more you speed what you created up, when you multiply that by what you created, you become a force. It's the basis of Pathbender. Mass times acceleration equals force. And many of you are attempting to become a force on this planet, but the problem is 
you haven't attracted someone like me yet to teach you how to deliberately create the mass you want in your life and how to deliberately accelerate that so you can be a force. Be like water, my friends. You can go to the event page and catch all of what's included. But I wanted to stand before you and tell you about the intent. I wanted you to feel my energy. I wanted you to see my face. Energy doesn't lie. If you believe like I believe, if there is something about you right now that I am awakening, we are at the same vibration, consider. I wanted you to catch my energy and I wanted you to know that your time is here and you have the power to bend your reality. Join me, become a pathbender. I've been looking for you. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can plant better. You can dominate.